0: was a fortune and the only reason I did it was because when my dad passed away from cancer he left me a little bit of money and this fell into my lap and it was something that me and my dad had been doing all my life and I know he would have wanted me to go and to have that experience.
1: Welcome to the Crossing It Off podcast, where we believe living with intention through a bucket list lifestyle is a great way to bring yourself personal joy. As you are crossing items off your list, you're actually filling up your bucket. The more items you cross off, the more joy gets added, until eventually your joy spills over into the lives of those around you. Now let's start crossing it off together. Where do you start when you're putting items on your bucket list? It's a question I get asked a lot from people that haven't written it down yet. One of the things that I talk about in my book is that you can use something that you're already into. What do you geek out about? Everyone geeks out about something. What is that something for you? Our bucket list storyteller today did just that. She took what she was into for multiple years, something she shared with her father, and she created a bucket list item beyond imagination. It was there for her, and she took a risk, and she crossed this item off of her list. I'm excited to introduce you to her today, so let's start crossing it off. My guest today is Karina Cantus, and she describes herself as an entrepreneur, passionate, talented, and an insomniac. Welcome to the show, Karina. (laughs)
0: Thank you, Roger. That's quite a list, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I deal with insomnia sometimes, so I get it. So, Karina, tell us, what did you cross off your list?
0: I crossed off my list to uh, take part in a big singing contest.
1: Okay. So that takes some guts, I think, if you're not, are you a professional singer or is that something? No. Okay. All right. So describe to us where you were at, like when you said, oh, I've got to put this on my list. Where are you at in life and why was this Uh so important?
0: It was many, many years ago and I was thinking more of the lines of um, uh, Britain's Got Talent because I'm mm-hmm. from the UK and um, uh, Pop Idols and one of those um, reality singing contests. But I never got to do one and it's always been there in my mind if something came up, I would go for it, and and something came up.
1: Were you classically trained singer, or was this something you did in the shower?
0: <laughs> no, I've I've always been singing all my all my life, and I'm just a huge huge karaoke queen. Oh, there you go. Um, it, it was something me and my dad did together. Not uh-huh. him singing, but <laughs> every time we'd meet up, whether I was in the UK or he was over in Greece. We would find karaoke's, and he would say, "Will you learn this song? Will you sing this song for me?" And he'd just sit there, being so proud, listening to me sing. And I'd sing any song he wanted, you know. So that was something we we did together, and and that meant a lot, you know, to, to do that with my dad.
1: Sure, sure. I played poker with my dad, so I, I get it. I understand those moments of time when you want to share with them. So, what was like the linchpin? What was the thing that like? popped into your head to say okay I'm gonna not only put this on my list but I'm gonna do it was there something that happened in your life that that kind of forced your hand to say okay it's time
0: yeah I mean I didn't know even know this uh, contest existed Um, I was on a podcast and the the host of the podcast was um, one of the trainers for the American team and I was like okay, I've never heard of this before. Tell me more. So she did. And as soon as I got off that podcast, I went straight online to investigate and find out more about it. And I'm talking about the World Karaoke Championship.
1: Oh my gosh. That's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Okay. So, so you heard about it and you said, okay, I'm going to do this. What did you have to do to like even get into the competition?
0: When I went onto the site, um, many of the big countries like America and, and Spain and France and England and, and all the big countries, they have a team. And the team has these contests all over the country until okay. they finally get their final uh, two or three contestants.
1: That's as big and as a team is, is three people is, is the size of a team.
0: It's, a three, it's two contestants And then about three of the country partners. So they're the ones that are uh, training them, being with them and supporting them. So all these people have been going through all these contests for like the past five months until they finally narrow it down to the final two. And those that don't have a country partner are allowed to do an audition online by Hmm. sending a video.
1: Okay. Is that what you did?
0: That's what I did, because Greece wow. isn't well known for karaoke. Um, Greece is probably the last country in, in the world that would actually have a karaoke partnership uh, for, for a, a competition like that. So I put in a, a video, um, trying to think what it was now, Acoustic um, Creep, Oh, a
1: radiohead, radiohead, but it wasn't yeah. Radiohead's
0: version. It was okay. the Acoustic, acoustic Creep. Uh, female vocals and I well the thing about doing it on video is every time you muck up you can stop <laughs> and you can do it again 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 yeah. when you're singing live you've got one take
1: right. so I
0: knew that putting in that video is going to be as perfect it was as it was going to be mm-hmm. um, and it was supposed to be uh, like two rounds like um, you get through to the next round. You send another video in, and so and so. But uh, he contacted me straight away. Said oh, I don't need to see another video from you. You're in the finals. You're representing Greece.
1: <laughs> wow, that's a because your dad's Greece Greek is that? No,
0: why? no, no, no. My dad's Canadian actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I live in I live in Greece, and okay. and so even though I'm from the UK, I was representing Greece. Um, so the winners of the the um, the country partnerships, their um, accommodation, their flight, and everything—it's all paid for okay. where you go to do the finals.
1: And for you, that was not the case. You had to pay. It your was own. not.
0: No, okay. no, I had to uh, do the expense myself. And uh, it was every year. It's somewhere different. Mm-hmm. Um, before COVID hit, it was in Tokyo.
1: That would have been uh, That would have been one that to go to. Been-
0: Oh my gosh, I can only imagine. And uh, after COVID, when because they did it on uh, online for mm-hmm. the, the next two years. And then when it was live again, the finals was in Norway.
1: Okay. Not, also not a bad place to go visit.
0: Never been. Never <laughs> been. So, so I was like, this is the problem you see. I sent the video in thinking I wouldn't have a chance. Mm. And so my passport was... Been sent to the UK to be renewed. So then I get this email saying, "Oh, congratulations!" And I've got no passport. <laughs>
1: hopefully, hopefully you got that expedited.
0: I no, you can't do that. Oh unfortunately, once it's gone through, that's it. and You're not allowed to ring up and ask where it is or anything. So it's getting closer to the deadline, and I was like, "I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it." And so I contacted them and I said, look, there's no way I haven't got my passport. I don't know when it's coming. There's no way I can do it in time. We're going to get you there. We're going to get you there. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll get you there somehow. He was going, he was so nice about it. Um, And uh, I got a a message by SMS saying your passport was being delivered by hand courier to you tomorrow. Wow. So I went straight online. I didn't want to buy anything till I had my passport in my hand, of course. Sure, but sure. I went straight online to check about accommodation prices and flights and everything. And it wasn't cheap.
1: No, I, you know, last minute stuff never is when you're traveling.
0: Well, exactly. And I was umming and ahhing about it. And even when I had the passport in my hand, even though I wanted to go on and get it. So I wasn't going on my own. I was taking my daughter with me. There's no way I was traveling on my own. I knew it was going to be two tickets, two hotels and and everything, you know, uh, all the transport and everything to where we had to go. So, I got my passport and I I went to book the flight. And when I got to the end, it said, I'm sorry, you need to refresh the page. Something's changed. Oh, Oh, no. I refreshed the page. The price gone up. Twice this happened to me, Roger.
1: Twice.
0: It was a fortune and the only reason I did it was because when my dad passed away from cancer, he left me a little bit of money and this fell into my lap and it was something that me and my dad had been doing all my life and I know he would have wanted me to go and to have that experience.
1: Yeah, for sure. What was it like when you got there? You're finally in Norway? You're, you're, finally
0: in Norway. It's like three o'clock in the morning and there's this guy <laughs> holding this blue sign saying, Welcome, Greece. And I thought <laughs> that was so cute. <laughs> so we got a lift to the hotel because we, we because I was late, I couldn't stay at the camp where everybody was. Mm-hmm. So I was with uh, in a, a kind of hotel. It was on top of a supermarket, um, but there was another two other contestants there as well. And uh, there was, I think, eight of us were winners from the video contest from that's, around the world. That's
1: pretty impressive. Uh, I'm sure they've got thousands of entries. So that that's yeah, oh gosh,
0: yeah. Um, it was me, um, Australia. Um, I think Scotland, and where was she from? Thailand. I think she was from Thailand. But um, she was staying at the hotel, and we got to know each other really well because every time they picked us up, it was like half nine in the morning. They picked us up with the coach, and we got back to the hotel four o'clock in the morning.
1: Oh, my gosh. So walk through that. That day. day. Yeah, you yeah, walk, so exactly. You get, the, you get on the bus and you go to the- so.
0: We we get to the what would you call it theater where we're doing the live performances and we we have some run-throughs and people are testing the microphone and everything and that happens on the first day. The second day, the contest starts um they've got uh duets as well which uh something that was going i didn't even know that was going on that wasn't we weren't allowed to get involved in that with the video with the video ones but the right. country partner ones did have duets as well going on so they had that contest starting before we did the the solos and then when we finished for the we'd have a break we'd have lunch we'd go back and then when we'd finish for the day we'd end up at this um Outside bar in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> with a karaoke tent, a DJ, two microphones, and we stay there singing karaoke until three, four in the morning, and then get the coach home.
1: Yeah, it sounds like an amazing it was long, long days. One, yeah, long, long
0: days. days. But oh, you've probably got worth the it. sun was beaming during the day, and it was freezing at night. <laughs> so you had to take like two different change of clothing. To, to cover the whole day.
1: Wow.
0: Um, it was very, very tiring. We, we met up. We, we all had dinner together. We all had our flags, waving our flags. We did a parade around the village with our flags. We all met each other from all over the world. It was just, oh, it's just, I think the whole thing wasn't about the competition. Mm-hmm. It was about getting together and, and meeting and doing something that we all love to do. Um, there were some real professional performers there, though. I mean, right. in part of the part of the rules were you weren't allowed to be a professional, but there were some professionals there <laughs> at
1: least professional level. Yeah.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, most definitely. So, there's me, amateur.
1: Yeah. So, so, you, <laughs> so it's your turn. You're standing on the wings of the theater. How are you feeling, and what's going through your head? when you're about to walk out there and take the microphone well, here's
0: something you need to know and this is one of the reasons why i wouldn't go on my own i have serious health conditions mm-hmm. and uh, one of them is fibromyalgia which is oh you know that one okay for those that don't it's to do with inflammation of the body and um, that causes the insomnia that causes uh, chronic pain 24 yep. 7 and so with all the late nights and the stress and everything, by the time my first performance was, I was uh, not feeling too good. Well, I, I wasn't a hundred percent. The first one, it went it went really well. Yeah, I think I looked lovely. I was wearing a nice purple dress, had my hair done, makeup. <laughs> I sang. I, I was singing the song to my daughter sitting in the uh, audience, and I even pointed to her when I was singing the song. And and. They had uh, the compares, you know, so they introduced me and I walked on. I did my thing. I got a round of applause. I walked off. And, and then it was a, you had two rounds. Mm-hmm. So whether you were good or not with the first round, you would have got through to a second song. You had two songs to perform. Well, you had three if you got through to the final, final. Right. Um, so come the second song, my foot, both my feet had swollen up like a Hulk's. P- <laughs> like it was like. They didn't belong to me. It was somebody else's feet. They'd swollen up so much, I couldn't put my shoes on.
1: Find the resource that fits your need so that you can live out your list now, back to the show
0: my everything everything hit me all at once, and I was an absolute mess the second time I went on. I looked good apart from apart, swollen feet, but even though I knew the song, it was black velvet, and uh, I knew that song i 'd been singing it when I was singing in a rock band, I was singing it all karaoke, no problem. I got on stage and because I was in such a mess, I was tired. My throat was hurting. My feet were swollen. And I looked at the screen, which was supposed to have the karaoke words on, and it was blank. (laughs) And so my mind just blanked. And I sang the second verse first and then couldn't remember the first verse when it came to the second verse, so sang it again. (laughs) And people said to me, it was like, oh, we did no, nobody noticed. Nobody knows. Of course they noticed. Everyone knew that song. <laughs> the thing was, when I sang the first one and I'd realised I did the wrong verse, and I couldn't for the life of me remember the second the the correct words for the verse, first verse, I went into my head, I went, oh, F it. And I just went for it. Yeah, you know, I was going to yeah. sing that second, the same verse again, but I was going to really go for it and <laughs> yeah, say, what right. the hell? I'm here. I'm doing it. I've done it. <laughs> so, and of so, course, I didn't get through to the finals. <laughs> but,
1: but that's okay. Like you said, it was about the experience, and the, the people that you met. And I think that's a it's a great reason to do stuff. You don't know, always have it to wasn't win. It wasn't
0: a contest. Yeah, no one sure. was, was uh, trying to be better than each other it was so overly sweet, friendly. Um, Everybody was just there for each other. We went to Oslo for the day. And oh my God, that was just an amazing experience. And I became very, very close with the um, Australian singer and his partner. And they helped me through my rough times. And when he was doubting himself, I helped him through his rough time. And we were there for each other. And We've been friends ever since we got back. Um, this was, I can't remember what date it was. What was it? August. I think it was August last year. So we've been in touch and have been friends and we've actually got a WhatsApp app for all of the contestants. (laughs) And we still on birthdays and people let them know what's happening and we all still keep in touch. And it's amazing after so long. To still have those memories of these amazing singers, these amazing people from all over the world, um, what a fantastic experience I will never forget it. Um, it didn 't go the way I wanted it sure but but you know Karah is something i won 't forget for, for good and for bad reasons. I got a, a gold medal um, for becoming a finalist. And it's engraved uh, for 2022. Uh, Ness was the place, uh, Ness in uh, Norway. And then I carried around a badge World Karaoke. Nice artist badge. So everywhere I went around, um, the, the town or whatever, I'd wear the badge, you know, because uh, <laughs> no one knew what was going on. There's all of us going around this, uh, this village with these flags, um, telling everybody about the contest and everything. No one knew we were even in their village. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much, uh, media done and that was a beautiful gold, uh, medal to, keep as a souvenir and some memories and videos and pictures. And, and just like I said, an amazing experience. And I know my dad would have been proud that I did it. I know he would have been there looking down on me and, you know, being so proud no matter what happened.
1: So Karina, what songs did you sing and, and how did you choose the songs that you were going to perform?
0: Well, once I knew I was doing an audition video, I had, About six songs to choose from And what I did I did a a small um, uh, Like 30 seconds Or whatever of me singing And I put it up in a private Facebook group
1: Mm. And I
0: invited Certain people to come and do a poll And it was actually their choice That made me choose the two songs That I was entering That's
1: awesome So (laughs) you entered Black Velvet And what was the other
0: Um, one? I auditioned with Creep and got in through to a, a finalist of the contest with that. And then I did the first song was Amaze Lone Star. Mm-hmm. And the second one was Black Velvet. Uh,
1: so were the were the songs meaningful to you or is it just I can do these so I can nail these songs?
0: Uh amazed was brand new. I don't know mm. what made me pick that one. I, w- I actually had um um Leo Sayer mm-hmm. um When I Need You and it was my eldest daughter that said no, don't do that one. And <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. And I, I was going to do that one and then um I was another one as well that was up. Oh, that's right. I think it was Fever, Peggy Lee's Fever. Mhm. So it was, yeah. So I let, I let my little um, private Facebook group pick the songs. That's awful brave
1: it, of you. I think that's yeah, awful, awful brave.
0: Yeah. Well, I knew I could do all four of them that I put up. So it was what they thought. And, I mean, if you've got 10 people telling you to do one song and you've got five people telling you to do another one, well, you know, that 10 people, there's got to be something in with, yeah. you know, why did they pick that one? There must be something in it. So, Yeah.
1: What is one transformational thing for you, like that you took away from this experience? I mean, it sounds like you have a lot of people memories and those kind of things, but like transforming you, how did you change after competing in this competition?
0: Um, even though I had my daughter with me, um, she's she's like my carer; she always looks after me. It was um, not having any other uh, support like I do at home, and being. Independent and going through all that, even though I had, like I said, that the Australian guys, they were amazing. Uh, it was, it was being independent and, um, going through all all those experiences and sharing them with my daughter. That Mm. was so special. Uh, Changing me as a person. I I don't, I'll say I won't enter it again. I will enter it again. I'm going to do it next year. Not doing this year, but I'm definitely entering it again next year. So it's, it's something I would definitely do again. But I think it was—it was going to a country I'd never been to. We had four planes to get there. Um, the whole experience—it was just—it uh, was just absolutely amazing. And and when you go through stuff like that, I mean, I suppose it does change you. I I can't think of anything one thing in particular I can say. Just it made me a lot more independent.
1: Great, that's you know? awesome. Yeah, that's an important thing, especially at any age, you know. But as you. Look around and see things that you want to do. It's nice to know that you can go out there and do it yourself.
0: I think with with COVID, if it taught me anything, it's that you don't know how long you have, Mm -hmm. and the world is a big place. And I want to see as much of the world as I can, Roger. And it started with the Norway. Then when I come back, I went off again for a weekend in Spain, just me and my daughter again. So it sort of got me like i said independent yeah. it got me to to go out and just book that flight and go somewhere i'd never been before had no idea what was going to happen when we got there and and just let life take you know let it just to work out how it needs to work out i just want to i just want to see as much as i can while i can
1: so that leads us into a great question uh, what is next on your bucket list what is something else that you'd like to do that you um, haven't done yet
0: well, as I said earlier, my father um, was from Canada and I would love to visit Canada and see my roots. I know I've got an auntie over there. I've got cousins I've never met. There's two places I'd want to go. I want to go to Vancouver because that's as close as I'm going to get to America. with the skyscrapers and everything you know it's going to be like being in america but being in canada it's it's beautiful city it's an absolute
1: beautiful city yeah and they keep it real clean and it's you know i'm I'm on the other side of the border from them and i've been up there a couple times and uh it's a great city
0: so that's that's a good one to have then and the other place i want to visit is uh winnipeg and pan Mm. for gold
1: okay there you
0: go. So that is on my bucket list. A,
1: why is Why is Painting for Gold on there? Is there a family? You know, no, not or? at
0: all. Not at all. Um, from watching the movies, seeing them, it's not about finding gold. It's just taking part and looking for right. it. And you know, I just wanted I want to do the old fashioned way as well, not with anything electric. I want to get the actual pan and yeah, shake it, shake it. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> see a little bit of glistening gold in the bottom or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And the other place I really want to visit that's on my bucket list is Romania. So I've always been a Dracula fan and I want to go to Transylvania. Even though the castle looks nothing like a castle because I've seen pictures of what it really is, just knowing that not the the fiction Dracula, but the real Count Dracula, that was where he was. Yeah. Um, I think just that... Walking through those rooms, through through the castle, I think it would be, I mean, it's nothing there. It's a shell now, but I think it would be just an amazing experience. So that's on my bucket list, see Transylvania.
1: Yeah, I uh, visited the UK last year and my mom wanted me to go to the National Museum and all those things. And I'm like, oh, no, I, I'm busy. And I just spent a whole day uh, traveling around London trying to find Ted Lasso filming sites and just... Re- <laughs> just absolutely as happy as can be being in those places where I know that show is being filmed. It was just like, Oh,
0: this,
1: yeah, he, my face hurt when I was near the pitch. I was just like, my face, it hurt so bad. So I get that. That's awesome. So Karina, tell us where can we find you online and, and get engaged with some of the stuff that you're doing?
0: Well, I'm everywhere online. I'm a author. So you can find all my books on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Um, I'm also I help authors uh, with their promotion of their books. And uh, I have a podcast that's going to TV, streaming to 150 million uh, homes. Um, It's called Behind the Pen, and it's for all creatives that use a pen. So it's artists, musicians, writers, the works. Uh, So, I mean... I, d- I don't write under a different name. So Karina Gantus, you'll find me uh, for, um, for those that want to write a book or have written a book and they need help with it. You'll find me business-wise, Karina Gantus, author assist, and then as an author with 14 uh, books, award-winning and best-selling author, Karina Gantus everywhere online that sells
1: books. Awesome. We will put all those links in the show notes so people can click them really easily along with uh, maybe some other resources about how to compete in the world championship of karaoke uh, as you have Karina thank you so much for coming I appreciate you sharing your story and I hope you all the best if you get near Vancouver let me know and I'll I'll see if I can cross the border and hang out for something. awesome <laughs> thanks for being here
0: thank you